the inner work that I've done on myself the past year is part of the long game, right? Because I can't become that author. I can't share my story if I'm not confident. I don't see myself worth, you know what I mean? There's just all these things that you have to do on the inside in order to like show it on the outside. And so those were like the pieces that I have been missing for like 37 years. You know, like I was, I've struggled with like confidence and self-worth my whole life. You know, like I remember times in high school, just like even staring in the mirror, wishing I was anybody but myself. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week, myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey ladies, listen up. Before we get started with this episode today, I wanted to let you know that Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind is now open for enrollment. I've been doing this mastermind for over four years now and women are walking away more confident, more in their purpose, more in alignment to do the thing that they are absolutely put on this planet to do. You don't have to have a business, but if you do, I guarantee you'll walk away more confident to make those sales. If you need more confidence to live a life that you're absolutely obsessed with, you will walk away more in alignment than ever before. This mastermind includes one-on-one coaching with me. This is what sets it apart. My job is to make sure I hold you accountable to living a life that you're absolutely obsessed with and I know this mastermind is the thing to do it. Connect with me on Instagram at bchristina. Check the show notes. Send me an email. Seats are filling up fast. One-on-one coaching is included in this four-month mastermind. I'd love to have you there and I can't wait. Hey y'all, welcome to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Christina Noel Wyrick, and she calls herself Christina number two. She's actually a client of mine and how this podcast came about is we were having a coaching call and I looked at her halfway through the call and I said, dang, Christina, how in the world did we not record this? This is an amazing podcast. So lucky for me, she agreed for us to jump on and record a quick podcast because I know so many of you are going to resonate with Christina's story. Christina is a manager of a large retail outlet. She is the mother of twin girls, and she has a story that is going to inspire you, going to set you on fire, and going to help you to decide it is your turn. Because one year ago, she decided it was her turn, and you're going to hear all about it today. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, I'm very excited for this interview. It is one of my clients 
good friend who has, um, we've known each other now for almost a crazy to think about a year. And you and I had a conversation last week, we were doing one of our coaching calls. And I looked at you and I was like, damn it, Christina, why the hell did we not have record on so we could use this as a podcast? And you said to me, you're like, I would love to do a podcast with you. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. Let's do it. So uh, for those who do not know you, which probably is most people, because you are uh, you're not a celebrity of any kind. You're just like me. You're just a normal human being kicking ass and taking names at life. But you have an amazing story that I think so many people will resonate with. So give everyone a little background on who you are, love. I am Christina Wyrick. Um, also known as Christina number two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what we always name myself in the masterminds. Um, and currently I am a manager of a big retail company. I'm a mom of twins who are four. And um, I one day just decided to it was my turn to start following my passion and it kind of, do you want me to go into the story? Yeah. Let's talk how I broke my so leg and stuff. And I, okay. Yeah. How you and I met, you and I um, met. Roughly a year ago. Let's kind of dive into that about how you found me and kind of where you were at in your life. Okay. So I was working nonstop taking care of twins. I was exhausted. I was not taking care of myself. I was only taking care of like my kids, like my 40 employees. I was just my partner, you know, pouring into everyone but myself. And the stress of all that sort of kind of led me to um, drinking like out of stress. And it's something like my dad's an alcoholic. So it's unfortunately something that runs in my family and I decided like to de-stress I would like drink at night when everybody went to sleep and I thought that that was like the best answer at the time to like make me feel better but at the end of the day it was only making things worse and so once the pandemic hit like in retail land or you know all the essential workers it was really stressful so I was already like depleted even before that happened. And then once COVID hit and everybody was like scared out of their minds, like what's going on? No one can buy a toilet paper. Like we're all freaking the fuck out. Right. I'm like stressed out. I can't like find fucking chicken for my family, you know? <laughs> so I was decided one day after work, I got Chardonnay like I normally do, not thinking much about it. And then I literally fell and I broke my leg. And it was the worst and best thing that ever happened to me because I just knew, because every day, honestly, Christina, when I would drink, I would sit there and pray to God that I would stop, right? Because and I think most addicts, I don't, I can't speak for all of them, but I'm pretty sure that when you're using things, like it's the last thing you really want to do, but like you're so far deep in like your depression and your 
anxiety and your stress that you just like don't even know like how to stop you know what I mean it's just easier to just keep doing it um I want to stop you there because I I think that there's so many people right now that are listening to this podcast that are going to go holy shit me too and whether it's them or someone that they love you know something that I talk about in you know this I talk about it a lot in my with my clients and my mastermind group and I don't talk about it a lot personally because um are in the public because it's not my story to tell, but there's someone close to me in my family that deals strongly with addiction as well. And I am not alone in that. In, you know, I heard you just say, and so many people are going to resonate with this, whatever it is that they're doing, whatever that addiction is, whatever that vice, whatever that problem, there's that moment where you pray to God that you'll just quit. And I remember telling myself the exact same thing, please, God, don't let me throw up one more time. And when you said that right now, it, it doesn't matter if it's drugs, alcohol, eating disorder, sex, whatever the heck it is in your life that you're addicted to. I believe you're hundred percent correct. We all have that moment that we are begging to stop. And yet something usually dramatic has to happen in order for that to happen. So I love that you're, you're vulnerable on this. I love that you're talking about this. So go ahead. You're, you're at that moment where you've just broken your leg. Yeah. I, so I fell and I broke my leg and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I went to the doctor and it turned out to be like a lot worse than I even thought it was. And I had to have surgery. I have like pins and all kinds of <laughs> fun souvenirs in my leg for the rest of my life. Um, and I, after surgery, it's what they refer to as like your lying on the floor moment. I was lying on my couch because that was the easiest place for me to like <laughs> get up and out of my life because I couldn't walk like at all. And after the surgery, I couldn't walk for like 14 weeks because of it had to heal. But I was in all this pain and I like remember I said to God, I said, I promise I will never use alcohol again to de-stress. And now it has literally been a year since I broke my leg, which I was telling Christine, I'm like, it's kind of crazy. Like you invited me on the podcast and it's been exactly a year of what happened to me to led me to you. And so, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I haven't had a desire, you know, nothing like, cause it's just, I don't ever want to have that like on the floor moment again. Like it's so much better now that I have like clarity, you know what I mean? Like before I was just burying my feelings, burying, numbing my pain, numbing my stress, whatever. And now I like deal with it mm. head on. You know what I'm like? So it's just literally the best thing that ever happened to me because I was like on the verge of like probably losing my job. Um, you know, Chad probably was fed up with me. You know what I mean? Like we didn't really talk about it, but I'm sure he like, you know, I, you know what I mean? You think you're hiding these things. Um, I mean, even my daughters, like we're not getting the best of me. Um, because I was 
you know, it just made me more tired. <laughs> like I was yeah. already tired and I thought it was like making things better when it was only adding to everything. So I just a hundred percent am like so thankful, even though I went through like so much pain to get, and I still have pain in my leg. Like I feel like kind of the pain in my leg every day is kind of like a constant reminder. Like, no, like you don't do that. Like, don't do that because look at what happens when you do stuff like that, because it's kind of like a, like in a way, like a metaphor, like physical pain that like, was actually causing me more like mental, emotional, spiritual pain in the long run. So I'm always reminded that like this physical pain is something I'd rather live with for the rest of my life than that like emotional, depressed former Christina before I broke my leg. Mm. Okay. So I am obsessed and I know everyone who is, I, I really am. I, I know everyone who's listening, who resonates with this is obsessed too, but I think we've missed like, hello, we missed the whole entire year of what happened, how you yeah. went from lying on the couch, telling God you were done. You were no longer going to use alcohol as a coping mechanism to where you are now, which is, you know, over a year sober definitely processing your feelings, being in a much better space, thriving with your kids, thriving at work. Like, let's just throw it out there. You literally just got an award in one of the biggest companies in the world in your region in the last couple of weeks, because you've been kicking ass and taking names and like literally crushing your job and you're newly engaged. There's just so many things that have happened in that last month, but let's go back and talk about how did you say laying on that couch? All right, God, I'm done to taking the action to decide. So that was your decision. I always believe there's decision, faith, and action. So how did you go from the decision to where you are now? Well, I obviously had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't work for five months because um, I couldn't walk and my job is physical. So you just can't go to work in a wheelchair. Um, so I really just started really reading a lot um the first book I read was like Dave Hollis get out of your own way which I really really loved um also listening to like tons of podcasts all the time just fueling my mind with like positive vibe people just like trying to like rebuild confidence I started going to therapy which was another thing but how I got to you is I was listening to Lori Harder's podcast and she like interviewed you and I was like, oh my God, I love this woman because you were just like cussing and I was like, I love to cuss. So I was like, <laughs> I'm like, so you can like, this human. <laughs> I mean, I do cuss a lot. Like I feel like, I mean, I feel bad, but in my back room, I do it. So at work, even. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
I don't feel bad about it. Isn't that so funny? I, I do want to point that out though, because I think so many people judge themselves for certain reasons. And it's so funny. You and I connected because of the fact that I do cuss and that I have my faith. And then there's so many people that were probably listened to Lori's podcast and were like, oh my God, I cannot believe she brought on a person yeah. who cusses like that. So needless to say, this is just a reminder to everyone out there that there is someone for everyone. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, and you were my person. So, <laughs> so I decided that day when you were talking about your decide it's your turn event and it was virtual and like that was a blessing too. It was like everybody had to pivot and go virtual. So like I got to just like lay on my couch and <laughs> with my broken leg and watch like the whole thing from my couch. And then you offered like the free calls. And I had always heard Lori Harder talk about mastermind, mastermind, mastermind. And because I just like loved you and like we talked and you're like, so you're going to do it. And I was like, Yes. And I just like literally yes. was like, okay, let's just do it. I just did it. I'm like, I have the time. I don't even know like why I'm doing this. I don't know what the purpose is, but I'm just going to do it. And so I did. And I loved every minute of it. And like having like the support of like you and like all the women in that first round just really like opened my eyes to like, you know, just living my life with more purpose and like following my dreams. Like, you know, I always wanted to write a book and be an author. Like even when I was like going through like the worst things in my life, I always felt like I was going through them because I was supposed to share them with other people to like help them either not make the same mistakes or know that they were like not alone. So I feel like I've been given a gift of writing from God and I need to like use it. So I just started with you and everyone sharing my journey of like online going through like my broken leg. And I shared like all the things that I learned. Um, and I'm, in the process of now, after all that, starting a book. So, you know, I've come a long way. You have come. <laughs> really have. Oh my God. It is like, that. that's why I said it last week when we were on our coaching call, I said to you, I was like, gosh, I just wish we could have recorded this. And obviously now we are. And I just think it's so important for people to realize that like, even what you said, where you literally didn't know why you were even joining. You really barely knew what a mastermind was, but you knew that you knew that you knew you had to do something and you had to have faith that this was the next step in the path. I think that's so important for people to remember that they don't have to know you guys who are listening. You do not have to know every step. You do not have to know how it makes sense, but you have to be willing to take that one step of action. You literally didn't know. You're, and, and it's not like, and, and I think this is really important too. It's not like you're rolling around in cash and have all the time in the world. That wasn't it. It was like, you knew that you had to do something. So you figured out how to do it. And it led you to the next thing. And you sharing your story is so important. One thing that we've talked about numerous, numerous times together is the fact that like, you do not have to write 
a New York Times bestseller in order for you to leave an absolute massive mark on this planet. One thing that Christina does, if you follow her over on social media every single day, you have, and I, you know me, I preach it every single day, consistency, consistency, consistency. Christina, since the minute she joined my program, she's been posting the quote of the day at Christina Noel Ryrick. You guys can find all of the information on Christina on the show notes and um, on, on social media, but every day, even when you know you've pivoted it off, even when you're so busy, even when you're back to work, even when you're a mom of four or a mom of two four year olds, <laughs> you're like, oh God, not four. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like two are fine. <laughs> two Two's are fine. <laughs> yeah. But you've been so consistent with posting that quote of the day, which is inspiring other people every single day. Whether, you know, Christine only has a couple thousand followers, but every single day you have people in your, that you manage, that you have been changing their lives by you changing yours. Yes. I, I agree. I mean, I didn't honestly, I think before you have this stream of like inspiring people and you think that you try and people still like love you, but like now I feel like I actually am, you know what I mean? Like you want to like, leave an impact and like just by showing up every day like and I still obviously have days where I'm not feeling (laughs) like myself or whatever but I always love to share quotes that resonate with me and like whatever I'm going through that day you know what I mean so it's like if today's like a shit show here's a quote about how to manage a shit show. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, I mean, and I have people a lot of times telling me that I inspire them and it just, it fills me up because I want everyone to know that they can decide too to change their life. And it can be even just like little steps every day, like going for a 10 minute walk changes things or listening to a podcast or getting a therapist or you know just it's just so important because if we need to I want to inspire especially moms to like take care of themselves because you can't take care of everybody in your life if you're just running on an empty tank And so if little things every day like me posting a quote or me sharing, a hard time as a mom or something. So people know that they're not alone. Like that's what I'm here to do. Like, I feel like that's my purpose is to just help people get through the shit storms of life and know that you can come out the other end stronger. And I just, that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on this podcast, because oftentimes I think people who are listening to podcasts go, oh, it must be nice for them. Or, oh yeah, you have that status or you have that life and you have that thing. You and I are two normal human beings doing this walk we call that life. And we're trying to do it the best that we can. And we're trying to inspire others. And there is nothing that someone else couldn't do that you have done in the last year. You have no magic wand. You have no special privilege. You have nothing. You are literally just a normal human being who literally went from an alcoholic trying to function as a mom 
and having a normal job to saying enough is enough. And every single day I am going to decide and take action and have faith that it's leading me to where I am today, which is a completely different person. You know, I think one of the reasons, again, why I wanted to have you on is because oftentimes people think that they join these mastermind programs or coaching programs or whatever it is to achieve a business goal or, you know, that so oftentimes I get asked the question, do you only work with people who want to do a business? Um, no, that is like, or write the book or do the thing. You told me last week, you, you said, I feel a little lost, like I'm left behind because I haven't started the business or I haven't, you know, started the book or, well, you've started the book, but you haven't published the book or anything. And I said, Christina, where you are one year from where you were is the most biggest aha needs sparks, flames and, and sprinkles, all of it, because it is so unbelievably magical. And that's what I want people to, to realize one year, one year of taking action. And it has not been easy. I have been with you for the last year and it has not been easy, but where you are now is 180 degrees different. And that is worth every single inch of what you've done in the last year. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I so, well, cause I mean, like you said, it's like, it's a long game. That's what you teach all of us. Like if you're like in it, it's a long game. Like you didn't become a Christina liqueur that we all know now, like overnight, it took years. And so it's like, I'm going to publish a book. Yes. Right. I mean, but the, inner work that I've done on myself the past year is part of the long game, right? Because I can't become that author. I can't share my story if I'm not confident. I don't see myself worth, you know what I mean? There's just all these things that you have to do on the inside in order to like show it on the outside. And so those were like the pieces that I have been missing for like 37 years, you know, like I was, I've struggled with like confidence and self-worth my whole life, you know, like I remember times in high school, just like even staring in the mirror, wishing I was anybody but myself, you know, and that's something that once I had my kids kind of that high school girl inside me for some reason, like came back because you're just, you know, your body's change. You're like, I mean, I grew two humans at the same time, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, not many people can say they did that, but, you know, so my body was like wrecked. I was exhausted. Like, I just, I almost like resented people because I couldn't sleep anymore, you know? Um, so I just kind of had to rebuild like who I was. It's like the person I am today has always been inside me, but I had to do the work to become her because I, you know, I just lost her for a little while again, because I was just burnt out and not taking care of me. How did you, for, cause I know that there's so many people that this is just hitting like right in the gut for, do you think you ever found yourself before kids? Um, 
I felt like probably not. I felt like there was a time in between like at my early thirties where I kind of like when I decided to move to Arizona, like here's a decided your turn type of thing. I was felt stuck in a rut in California because I was still living in the same place like that I grew up went to high school all that stuff and I was like I just need to like be my own person and like get out of here so I kind of just like literally decided and I packed up my shit and I moved by myself (laughs) to Arizona and like during that time I really felt like I did have more of an opportunity to like find out who I was what I liked be more confident um but then once I had my kids, I still needed to do more inner work, you know, because I was still when I like when I first moved to Arizona, like, you know, drinking and using that as like a stress reliever. So I think now I can say confidently that I've I'm just different now you know what I mean like I was confident then but like I was still a mess trying to figure out my life with alcohol and I shouldn't have been doing that Mm, I think that that is just so good you know people always say to me have you always been confident and I said you know on the outside I look pretty confident for a really long time like I would say that you know my confidence now is about 80 7%. And before it was probably about 7%. But if you were to look at me physically, like from the outside, nothing's really changed, like how I show up in the world. But it's the inside part that is just dramatically different now. And I think you're saying pretty much the same thing as before you took away all the things that you thought were um, hindering your confidence. But then you know, the kids came, you ended up, you know, getting with Chad and all the things, and you never really worked on like the inside part. And now, you know, perhaps the exterior looks very similar, but the interior is completely different. And I want people to really understand that, that it takes doing the inner work. It takes doing the work, you know, the holistic psychologist, she has the book, it's called doing the work. And people are always like, what's the work, you know, what is the work, but the work is the inside part. The work is like healing you. You know, I say this oftentimes with Nathan, I say, I'm very content with my life. And he always, and he sometimes looks at that as a negative thing because he's like, Oh, how would you want to be content? I'm like, I still have goals, dreams, ambitions. I still want to kick ass and take names, but overall, I'm just so content with who I am and what I do and the life that I have. And I I believe that that's like the ultimate goal, just like you said, you know, both of our lives throw curveballs all the time. It's not like we're perfect. We do have shit show moments. We do want to cry and curl up in a ball and do all the things. But now overall, you know, that like the inside of Christina, she's pretty damn awesome. Yes. And I think too, is the big piece is that negative self-talk that we talk about a lot too, is like, that's the difference too, is like, I've really, that's a big inner work thing that I want your listeners to think about too, is like, if you, I, right before I broke my leg, I used to tell myself all the time, I hate my life because I would be so stressed out. I was so tired. I just wanted like a fucking nap. You know what I mean? Like I was just, 
I have like, but really at the end of the day, it's like me and Chad have worked hard. We have a beautiful home. We have two beautiful kids. Like we're not rich, but we do well. You know what I mean? Like we have everything we need in life. And I didn't hate my life. I just hated the way I approached my life. I had to switch that in my mind where I've even found myself sometimes on stressful days, like about to say it. And I have to say to myself, no, you do not hate your life. You have a beautiful home. You have beautiful kids. You have beautiful things like you're beautiful person. Like you're working on yourself, like just literally changing it. And then I even find myself telling, like, I had a talk with Chad the other day. He was stressed out about work and he was, I heard him yelling, I hate my fucking life. And I was like, you don't hate your life. And if you tell yourself that, then you're going to, you know what I mean? So that's the biggest inner work that I'm proud to say I've worked on. And I think everyone needs to do that because it's what they say. It's like you live in your mind. No one else does. So make it like a clean place to live. Um, and that's, I, if I'm having a bad day, I try to like, just being quiet, <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of wash away like the bad, whatever juju that's happening. And then like for 10 minutes and then I'm like, okay, that's done. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, I love that. I, I want everyone to get tangible. So like besides take, like I'm looking at your wall there and, you know, besides yeah. the taking the 10 minutes to clear your brain, besides catching yourself. And I think that that's something that people need to listen to and learn as well. If, if you are a person who has these negative self-talk, if you are a person who like literally says, I hate my life. I hate me. I'm this, I'm that. It, it takes a lot in the beginning to stop and say, oh no, you don't. That's just a moment in time. I don't actually hate myself. I hate this moment right now, but this moment is going to go away and I'm going to have another great moment. But like, what is something else tangible that you've done in the last year to like really help tr change and do the work on the inside? Um, well, for me, like writing and journaling. And then I also, here's a big thing too, is if you like, I'm going to be real. A lot of my negative energy comes from work, right? I like love my job a lot, but it's very stressful. Um, managing 20 year olds, I don't know if any of you listen to this. I love you, <laughs> but, um, you know, they're just like where we were when we were 20. It's like any little thing that happens in life is like the biggest thing in the world. And you want to just shake them and be like, this is nothing yeah. like, <laughs> this is not hard. Like you're going to be okay. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> that so true though? It's like, uh, and I know a hundred percent, like I know exactly what you're talking about because you love your people so much. Like you have cried to me on how much you love your employees and how, what an amazing job you do with them. But it's kind of like me with my clients. Sometimes I'm just like, Oh my God, don't worry. I promise you. I know that you think that your, your business and your life is over right now, but like, let's wake up tomorrow morning. And I promise you, we're going to be good. It's a fucking roller coaster called life, but we can handle it much better in our late thirties yeah. and forties than we can in our twenties. <laughs> I mean, yes, 100% because you don't realize that it gets better yeah. until you're there. You know, like it's the truth. It's because you want to be like, 
an adult, but you can't afford to be one yet. And you still have to live with your mommy and I get it like, but it's going to be okay. I promise. But so for before I like broke my leg, a lot of my friends and stuff that I've met obviously work in the same place. Right. So I feel like one, when you're friends with people you work with, then that just is your constant reality, right? Like it's all you guys talk about. It's all so the biggest thing that I think has helped me is like joining your mastermind, making connections with all these different women who like are following their purpose, following their dreams, and like giving myself my space to like have friends and people in my life that like are completely separate from that you know what I mean so it just like that really is like the biggest thing is like being influenced and surrounded by people who are following their purpose and doing the same work that I am like reading the books listening to the podcasts like writing I am amazing on a post-it on their mirror like you know what I mean just that kind of stuff is really been the biggest thing that has helped me because it's like here I am it's my day off and I've scheduled a podcast or you know I'm do a do a class or a mastermind call or you know have my accountability group calls or you know I just I surround myself with like-minded people now so it's like I can i 100% separated like my job and like the things that I love and fill me up when I'm at home or I spend time with my kids at night. You know what I mean? Like I try really hard to like, I told you the other day is like, I come home from work. I sit in my car for 10 minutes. <laughs> I like think, okay, this is what went wrong. This is what happened. I'm going to like do this, this, and this to like try to change it. And then I leave it in my car and I come inside and I like hang out with my kids and I do things like this and it really makes a difference like that's the biggest biggest thing I think has helped me oh for those who didn't catch that last part let's just reiterate that again she leaves (laughs) her shit in the car at the end of the day I I was listening and I think I told you this last week on our call I was I was listening to a Joel Olstein podcast one time and he said he had or someone had told him not a client obviously he's a pastor but um he had said that someone that he knew had a tree outside of his house and every time he touched the tree before he went into his house he called it like his worry tree or something like that and he left all his worries on the tree and he was more than welcome to pick them up when he went when he left the house in the morning but when you make that transition to a new space I I do believe that's very very helpful is you know how can you create a change in your vibration and your situation whatever it is to go from where you were to where you are now because if your work is quite stressful then you have to be able to leave that in order to have a different part of your life not be the exact same thing you don't want to bring your stress in on your four-year-olds because then your four-year-olds are going to be pissed and then you're going to be pissed at chad and it's just going to be like this absolute circle of craziness right and people say well I can't do that I have to bring my no everything is a decision and everything is a choice you just have to put your priorities in order that's something that I tell people all the time people say you know I want this and I'm like okay well what are you actually doing if you actually want that you'd put your priorities in line with the things that you actually want in your life and so you actually want a safe serene 
well, serene as much as you can with, you know, two four-year-olds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, you want a different place that is not the high stress of your job. And I think that's really, really, you know, helpful for people to, to hear and to learn because it's 100% the truth. You have to make decisions sometimes that are difficult to make, but are going to bless your life in different ways. And I think you've done a fantastic job of that. Thank you. You're yes. welcome. And I do think, I think we kind of glazed over it a little bit too, but your while there, you have been so amazing about really, you know, changing your thoughts by changing the things that you surround yourself with. You were talking about putting sticky notes on your mirrors and things like that. People sometimes overlook how simple things can truly be. I always say everything that I do is actually very, very simple. The things that you have done are actually very, very simple. The thing yes. is the hard part about what you and I do is the fact that we do it consistently over a, a long period of time. You know, your journaling, your sticky notes, your 10 minutes in your car, what you surround yourself with. None of those things are astronomically life changing that no one else can do. It's just that you've done them every freaking day for a year and holy shit, we're one year past, you're one year sober and you broke your leg a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, the way you said, it's just like every, like 1% every day, right. It turns into a hundred percent difference. Like, and it doesn't have to be huge. I mean, and there's some days where I am tireder and I don't do everything that I say that I do, but at least I'm not drinking. You know what I mean? Like, and that's like what I, I celebrate. And so um, we just have to like, once you make the decision to like change your life, change your mindset, change everything, like you just have to continue to do it every day so that you don't back backpedal or go back to where you were before. I mean, honestly, it, and it's not hard, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? It seems hard, but like once you start doing it, it's the best decision you can ever make for your life. Mm, honestly I love, I love that so much I'm, I'm so grateful that you shared your story I'm so grateful that you decided to do this I'm and and not just for me I'm so grateful that you you know I you know me I believe in God source universe whatever you want to call it for me it's God but you know I believe that God you know you say it all the time God broke your leg and I think a hundred million percent God broke your leg saved your life and every little thing that has happened along the road. There's still going to be some bumps. There's still going to be all the things, but it's just the fact that you were willing to take, make some hard decisions. You were willing to take some small action steps. And then sure enough, here we are right now. And I think I am just overjoyed at the, at what you've accomplished in the last year. I'm so unbelievably proud of you. I'm so excited to call you a friend. And I just, I really am really excited for what's to come for you guys. And, you know, one thing that we didn't touch on here is that Chad is a former addict as well. And, you know, you both have, and I, and I say that only because I want people to realize that you can make a change. You guys are one percenters that are actually taking the action steps to make a beautiful life that you've decided and 
And every single day you're taking the action step in order to do that. And I just am so, so proud of you. Thank you. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I love you too. So uh, just, just so everyone knows how to find you and to be able to send you a note and say that they resonate with your story as well. Where can everyone find you? Um, Instagram is my, my place of hiding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much more than Facebook. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, Christina Noel Wyrick. So it's my full name. Um, and yeah, I'm there in my stories every day. I post. Um, right now, I'm also doing a Cultivating Courage every Sunday on IGTV Live. So that's like my new thing. So yeah, you can find me there, follow me, chat with me. I'd love to have you. Ah, I'm so thankful. Thank you for having, thank you for coming today. I love you. I adore you. I'm super proud of you. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment in any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.